0: Good evening all right we are back uh week two podcast number two for educ 560 with dr bryant uh, this is jason nash and uh this week we're going to cover just a couple topics we're going to talk about the where to method from wiggins and McTigh. Uh, We will talk about questions. We will look at an article from Jackie Walsh that was part of our reading uh, this week. Uh, Article entitled, Students Learn from Inquiry, Not Interrogation. Uh, Broken down in a couple different sections about students being at the center of the questioning, uh, partnering with students. What is the point of the questions? Who will answer those questions? And how does the teacher handle those awkward silences? So all of those will be talked about tonight, as well as back pocket questions. Uh, We looked at a YouTube video uh, for a science lesson being done using the, the method of back pocket questions. So uh, why don't we just delve right into the work this week. Uh, this week, I thought it was pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, a lot of things are brand new again. Uh, EDUC is uh, certainly throwing a lot of things at me that are completely new, but we're gonna delve into them and we're gonna, uh, we're gonna learn. So first thing, uh, we are gonna refer back to our UBD text, the expanded second edition from Wiggins and McTighe. We're going to be in chapter nine and in chapter nine, we're going to talk about the where to elements uh, that happen in instructional planning. Now, when we say where to, basically that's an acronym. All right. So let's break that down. Where to, W-H-E-R-E-T-O. So the W, the W is the where and the why where and why and then we're going to delve into it a little bit more uh h is the hook and the hold so where and why hook and hold e uh, can be enable explore experience equip r it's going to be reflect rethink and revise and then we get to the second A and that will be evaluate the progress. T, tailored and personalizing the work. And O, optimal, organized for optimal effectiveness. All right. So that sounds good. So let's just break it down a little bit and talk about what Wiggins and McTie are talking about here. All right. So the W, uh, to better honor what we at some level already know, where to highlights the key considerations straight out of the book, okay? The W is going to be the where and the why. Where are we headed? Where have we come from? Why are we headed there? Kind of gives this student, as well as the teacher, gives them a little roadmap, okay? Where are we? Why are we? Where are we going here? where and why. And we want to make sure that we lead them down the road to some purposeful work. The H is the hook and the hold. I like the hook and the hold. The hook and the hold. When we talk about the hook and the hold, uh, we are trying to get those powerful thought provoking hooks uh, that will engage our learners to strive for the big idea. Then we go to explore, enable, experience, equip. A lot going on here. A lot going on here. So as we go through the book, I'm looking at the E, explore, experience, enable, and equip. We're going to explore through our experience, equip for performance. And as we do that, Again, we're helping the student get back to that big idea. That's I, that's the part I want to make sure that we're always sticking with here. The where, the why, the hook, the hold, the explore, the enable, experience, the equip, everything is getting it back to the student. So the student can get those big ideas and they can nail them. All right. So all of these things when the where to getting back to the student, don't lose focus of the student here. Now we get to the R. Reflect, rethink, and revise. Reflect, rethink, and revise. Students will be guided to rethink their understanding of important ideas. But how will they do it? That is up to the teacher. How will the students be encouraged to reflect? How will they be encouraged to rethink? And how will they be encouraged to revise? Again, falls back on the teacher, all right? How do we get them to rethink, revise, reflect towards the big idea? Now we get to some higher level. Now, I, I really think that this is the, the the point where we are setting the children up, right? But then when we get to the E, the T and the O, I think this is higher level, all right? And this is this is my first run through with it, but The E is evaluate the work and evaluate the progress. So I think what has to happen here is the student and the teacher have to stop. They have to settle down and they have to to start asking some questions like how are things going? Um, What's working? And what's not working? What will need adjustment? So what do we do now? All right, that's the evaluation. And that's going to be student and teacher. And I think we're going to get to that point by the use of higher level questioning. All right. When we get to this, when we get to this E, the T and the O in this acronym, I don't believe that you're going to use level one questioning here whatsoever. You're going to be moving on. Now we've conquered the E and now we're at the T. Tailor and personalize the work. Tailor, and personalize the work so now we've kind of molded everything we've gone back we've done that evaluation now that we've evaluated how am i going to differentiate the instruction to accommodate the various developmental needs the learning styles the prior knowledge and the interests of the students that are in my classroom but remember i'm doing that but i also have to keep in mind what the big what the larger learning goal is during all of that okay so i think really after the e is when you really drive the lesson home after we've done the evaluation now we've tailored it and then the final part would be the o the o is to organize for optimal effectiveness organize for optimal effectiveness and that's the point where we gather all the information we clean it up, we polish it, and then we, that, then we see, did the student meet or reach the learning goal? All right, so that's the where to. Uh, I, It's a lot. It's a lot of information. Again, chapter nine in the UBD book, but again, uh, planning for learning. I just think it's a phenomenal resource So although it's only my first time going through it, uh, I just wanted to point out to everybody chapter nine, use it, I know that I have bookmarked it already. And um, looking at the where to I'm going to I'm going to keep that nice and handy. Now, we wanted to follow that up with in lessons using the where to where will I pull out the lower level questions? Well, I wanted to focus this two ways. Where would I install the lower level questions and where would I take out lower level questions? And again, I don't think there's one specific answer for this, but what I do think is as you get higher, as you get through the W-H-E-R, I think you sprinkle in some lower questions in there just to build up the confidence, build up the stamina of the student, so uh, if I'm looking at it through the lens of my kindergarten, I do have to pepper in some lower level questions. But once we get to that reflect, rethink, and revise, I better start dropping those one, two DOKs out and start raising up the uh, the, the intensity. Because after they've evaluated and we get to the tailor and organize, I think at that point you need to be at a higher level with the DOK, okay? so there, I think there is a point where you're going to use those lower level questions, but I also feel that there's a point where you have to take them out. And if you asking me to draw a line in the sand somewhere, I would say I would do it at the E where we do the evaluation of the work. You may have a difference of opinion and that's okay. All right. Now, the next thing I wanted to look at was, uh, Dr. Bryan had asked us to look at a Jackie Walsh article. A uh, really nice article. Uh, the article again it's called Students Learn from Inquiry, not interrogation. Doesn't that sound good? They learn from inquiry, not interrogation. And if you think about it, it's right. If we ask them to explore, if we ask them to think, if we ask them to open up their mind, they probably will learn. But if we interrogate them and just ask them a battery of questions, one after the other, I'm not sure who's learning when, when you question and answer like that. And we're all guilty of it. I know I'm guilty of it. Uh, standing in front of the class asking questions that they already should know the answer to uh, and just plugging along. There's a There's a place and a time for that, but I think the inquiry is probably where the learning is going to take place. So in, uh, in her article, in Walsh's article from uh, 2017, she talks about the students being at the center of the questioning. I think that makes sense, right? Um, and keeping in mind the student, not all students are alike. So we have to prepare a question. We have to present a question. And then somewhere along the line, And I saw this is where a tie-in with the back pocket YouTube video comes in. There's a really nice graphic in the Walsh article. looks like a Pentagon and it says partner with students. So similar to the back pocket, the teacher kind of focuses the group and in Walsh's article can focus the student. You partner with the student, you, you focus them. Teacher prepares a question teacher presents the question. So just like in back pocket, the teacher is going to focus the group and then the teacher is going to pose a question, pose a problem, which in turn prompts thinking of the students. The students working together are going to come up with some responses. At that time, when you focus, when you get the response, When you get the response, well, that's when the teacher has to go back at the student and not just accept it, but the teacher goes back and asks the students to explain the significance of what they are learning or explain the significance of their answer. Not just, okay, it's right or it's wrong. How do you know it's right? How do you know it's wrong? Why do you think it's right? Why do you think it's wrong? And then you walk away, and again, you let the students work with each other on that. And then at the end, you get up to the point where you focus the group again, and then you pose a question and you leave them. You leave them with a question. So you're constantly questioning students, whether it's in this back pocket article uh, through YouTube or the back or the article on questioning from Walsh from 2017. Walsh goes on to talk about the point, what is the point of questioning? All right. And um, she goes on and talks about who will answer the questions and what will we do with those awkward silences. And when I think if you're a teacher, you know what we're talking about there. Okay. So I think the big takeaway this week The big takeaway this week from EDUC 560 with with Dr. Bryant, I think the big takeaway this week has been from Chapter 9 in the UBD, learning that where to method. Again, first time I've looked at it, but it makes a lot of sense. Where and why? Hook and hold. Explore, enable, experience, equip reflect rethink revise and i believe that this is the point here where your questioning has to ramp up a little bit evaluate the work tailor and personalize that work and then organize optimal effectiveness all right so i think if you're going to ask me about asking questions i think that the the questions have to be ramped up around the between the reflect, rethink, revise, and the evaluation of the work. But again, it depends on you and it depends on your students. When we looked at the Walsh article and the Back Pocket Questions YouTube video, Walsh's big idea is that students are going to learn from inquiry, not interrogation. I thought that was pretty uh, It was good. And then the back pocket question video basically when you break down the back pocket question videos is number one working in groups and again like i said the video that we were given to look at was a science lab focusing the group come back to the group in a little bit and ask them to explain the significance of what they have learned and then after they explain the significance of what they have learned Then again, you pepper them with another question and you leave that group for them to continue. We don't want the students just to feel that they've solved a puzzle or a riddle and then to give up. You wanna keep constantly pushing them. Uh, And I did read uh, one one of the articles that I was looking at. Basically, I found this really nice saying, it was planning questions benefits all learners. So if you plan the questions, it's gonna benefit all the learners. So whether we're doing the where to, or we're looking at uh, inquiry, not interrogation, or back pocket, teachers have to come in prepared. You can't come in unprepared to a classroom, okay? And when you do, have these these things ready. Have them in your back pocket, I'll say. (laughs) Have those questions ready that you wanna whip out and you wanna pose to the kids in your class. You don't want them to feel that they hit a stop sign or they answered a question and there's nothing else to go. You wanna keep raising the DOK as you go along with your lesson. Okay, well, I think uh, that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Like I said, it was a pretty short, it was a short week. Uh, The stuff was pretty cut and dry, uh, but I thought it was very beneficial and um, nice job. All right, so we will talk again next week Thank you very much. Have a good evening.